0: Hello guys, and welcome to another episode of 4 Vaginas Only. In this episode, I thought we'd do something a little bit different. I've been asking you guys over my 4 Vaginas Only Instagram page, um, friends that I know, etc., to just ask me some questions, or what are some things that you would like to know, you would like to hear answers on from a gynecologist, that kind of gynecologist being me, namely. And we're just going to answer a few of those questions in this next episode, so Listen to this music, and we'll get right to it. Hello, and welcome to For Vaginas Only, the podcast about everything female. I'm your host, Dr. Celestine, bringing you important information about understanding your health and body in the way you wish your doctor would actually explain it. Okay, so thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Four Vaginas Only Podcast. On this episode, I think we're only going to get to about three of the questions that I have. I have a whole bunch um, that I've gotten from you guys, and I'm just going to cover it slowly over the course of our lovely time together. Um, But the first three we're going to do now in this episode. Oh, and I almost forgot to introduce myself. Hi to all my newcomers or people that might not know my name. I'm Dr. Celestine or Dr. C, which is much easier to go by. So let's jump into these questions, all right? Okay, so question number one. Can I have unprotected sex during my period? You know, I've heard all the time that you can't get pregnant on your period, so there's no reason for me to use any type of protection, condoms, or birth control during my period because I should be fine, right? Uh, not really. Uh, <laughs> um, the thing that I like to say about this is that, first and foremost, yes, it is possible to get pregnant while you are having your period. So if you think that you are not going to use a condom just because you don't think you can get pregnant during your period, you can be very sorely mistaken and very surprised. Sure, the probability is quite low, but it's not zero. If you're fine with taking that chance, if you're in the type of relationship where that doesn't matter, um, that being getting pregnant, uh, then, you know, go for it. But if you were really trying to not have a baby, then I would just stay clear of unprotected unprotected sex in general. Really, but so here's the reason why you get pregnant during the time of your menstrual cycle. That's called ovulation. It's basically when your ovary releases, um, or it's about to release, an egg, which is usually about halfway through your cycle. Now, a normal cycle is not just the time that you have your period. It's the whole entire time that leads up to your period is what we refer to as the menstrual cycle. Normally it's about 28 to 30 days per person and halfway through the cycle um, is when you ovulate and you have the highest chance of getting pregnant because you've now released that little egg that a sperm can go into and create a baby. Okay. Now in those women who after the time of ovulation they are not anywhere near sperm and and or they just you know the sperm doesn't reach their egg for whatever reason and they don't have a baby the lining of the uterus will end up shedding and that's what leads to the bleeding of the period okay and that's why if you do get pregnant and you have a baby and the egg and sperm join they land safely in the uterus you don't bleed because that same lining builds up to create a nice little comfy home for that New forming baby. Now, I say that halfway through your cycle is when you ovulate, you have the highest chance of getting pregnant, yada yada. Not everybody has the same length cycle not even from month to month sometimes is it exactly the same and some people have completely erratic menstrual cycles and periods and they don't know when it's going to happen that means you don't know when you're ovulating so it's never safe to just say that because you have your period you're away from that ovulation time and you shouldn't be getting pregnant because you're having your period which is taking away that lining of the uterus it's just not safe to say that because you truly never know so if you really are not trying to get pregnant, I would say that it is not okay to have unprotected sex during your period. Also, <laughs> something else to note is that sperm can live for up to five days within the female. So just because you know you think you're safe from a certain time period where you can't get pregnant, the sperm is still swimming around and there, it's still alive and it could still possibly Go into an egg that is released at any time and lead to a pregnancy. Okay, so that's just something to note as well. Now, that leads us right into the next question. When can I stop using condoms? I, you know, I just want to know if I need to use them all the time or what the deal is exactly. Now, condoms are a barrier method of birth control, meaning it's basically something that blocks skin from touching, right? And that, it also actually captures the sperm so that it doesn't go into the female and lead to the pregnancy, okay? So another thing to note about condoms is it's just not as effective as other birth control methods like pills, IUDs, Nexplanons. If you want a little bit more information about those, I do have a birth control podcast episode as well. So when you're done listening to this, you can go back and learn a little bit about that. Also with condoms, Um, it's effectiveness. If you break it down like this is about every 20 women out of a hundred that are just using condoms will get pregnant every year because they fail. They break. You don't put them on at the right time. You know, they're just not as trustworthy, but they're better than nothing. Okay. There are different types of condoms. There's the latex condoms. There's even like a condom that's made kind of out of plastic and natural animal materials as well. Um, The first two, latex and plastic, also protect the best against STDs. So the two big things for condoms, preventing pregnancies and preventing STDs. So that can kind of give you you an idea of when it is okay to stop using condoms. When you are okay with the chance of getting pregnant and when you are okay with trusting your partner enough that you don't believe you will get an STD from them. Okay, that's, I mean, that's the basic gist, but we'll go into it a little bit more. So, for one, you and your partner should both be getting tested for STDs at some point in the relationship before you even think about having unprotected or condomless sex. STDs are rampant out there, guys. There's a high risk of herpes, chlamydia. There's 1.6 million cases of chlamydia that were reported in 2016, 27,000 cases of syphilis in the United States. HPV is pretty rampant. It's actually the most commonly sexually transmitted sexually transmitted disease in the United States. And with herpes, people, a lot of people don't even know that they have it, and they can be transmitting it to others. So, STDs are a big deal. If you are in a committed relationship, you trust each other, or you've gotten tested, and you know you feel like it's the right time, to not use condoms, then that's up to you. As your doctor, I really, or as a doctor in general, I'm really not any of your doctors, I don't think, but I would love to be. (laughs) But as a doctor in general, I can't tell you when is okay. You have to be okay with the risks. That's the biggest thing. So the baby part we kind of already talked about a little bit with the unprotected sex question during your period. Um, Unprotected sex leads to babies. I hate when people come to me and they're they're sexually active and then they tell me they're not using condoms and they're not using birth control. And then my next question is always, so are you trying to get pregnant? And then they tell me no because that can't be true. That can't be true. If you are having sex without using some type of birth control, you're trying to get pregnant. I mean, you might not think you are, but that's what... Can happen, so you have to be okay with that risk. In addition to the STDs like HIV, herpes, chlamydia, syphilis, HPV, etc., and also the decision to stop using condoms has to be mutual and consensual. Do not let your partner talk you into it when you're not ready, um, or do not do it with somebody to feel like you have to have a close like do that to have a closer bond with them, or. You know, any of those reasons. You really have to be okay with the risk of pregnancy. Trust them or be okay with the risk of acquiring an STD. And both parties have to be okay with not using the condom. That's the bottom line for that. Moving on. (laughs) Okay, so this next question, um, it can be quite broad, but I'm going to try to narrow it down um, to cover most of the answer, but like anything that I talk about on my podcast or on my Instagram page or whatever, you need to make sure that you are having the conversation with your doctor. Four vaginas only and the information that I give you guys here is really only a stepping stone to the knowledge that you can get when you talk to your own doctor about these problems as well. And hopefully you'll come equipped with a little more information that I am able to give you through this platform. So with that being said, I have bleeding almost every single time I have sex. What could that be? This happens quite a bit and there are a broad range of reasons as to why it can be happening. The most concerning reason is cervical cancer, okay? I have a whole podcast episode on pap smears and the HPV virus and cervical cancer, so you can go back to that to reference for a little bit more information. But that's just one of the signs that of cervical cancer is bleeding after sex. Now, with that being said, I would say that's not the most common cause, but it is the most serious, so it's probably the one that your doctor will want to rule out first. There are a lot of other causes for bleeding after sex, which can be a little bit more common than that. Sometimes you can have a little polyp or a little overgrowth of tissue on your cervix or within the cervix um, that's located inside the vagina that when it's touched, um, it can bleed. Also, sometimes the cervix can be friable or have a little tissue overgrowth on it that bleeds very easily, and that can happen as well. Sometimes I see it when people start birth control pills for the first time, and that kind of changes how the cervix behaves. So it takes a little while for it to get used to the new jolt of hormone, which can cause a little bit of bleeding. Sometimes it can be an infection, such as Chlamydia or gonorrhea or another STD that can cause um, bleeding after sex as well. Also, I see it in older women who are menopausal um, or not making enough estrogen and the va- skin of the vagina gets very thin and can tear easily. Younger women can also have tears in their vagina as well from inadequate lubrication and things like that. It can also be a sign of pregnancy. Sometimes in early pregnancy, you have some irregular bleeding or spotting, and that might be something that your physician might check for as well. So there's a multitude of things. So yes, I started with cervical cancer, which I know some people hate when I do that because it's the scariest one, but really you want to rule out the scariest thing first, even if it might be the least likely because it's the most serious, right? And then we can get to all the other ones that can be easily treated. So those are just a few reasons why it might be happening. I can't personally tell you. I don't know each of you. I don't know each of your stories. So like I said, I urge you, if this is happening to you, to see your doctor as soon as possible so you can make sure that we're identifying the problem and coming to a solution and helping you, you know, get better. And that's a wrap on the three questions. Should you have or can you have unprotected sex during your period and not worry about getting pregnant? My answer to that is no. <laughs> um, when can I stop using condoms? Are you okay with having a baby? Are you okay with potentially getting an STD? Do both people want to do that or are both okay with that? Those are questions you need to ask yourself before you before you stop using condoms and bleeding after sex? Yes, there are some serious causes, but there are also some not so serious causes and either way, it's important for you to have this conversation with your doctor and find out what might be going on with you personally. So thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Four Vaginas Only. Please don't forget to keep sending me your questions. Anything that you want to be answered or anything you want to ask a gynecologist, feel free to ask me. It's completely anonymous. Nobody has to know that it's you unless you want me to, I suppose. And I am happy to answer your questions to the best of my ability. But just keep in mind that I am not a substitute for your own physician and... The majority of you I don't know personally, and you're not my patients, so it's hard for me to it, just don't take away from this as this is exactly what I have, and that's just it because Dr. Celestine said so. Make sure you either find an OBGYN in your area or see the one that you already go to and ask them these questions and come prepped with some of the knowledge that I dropped here today, all right? Thank you again for listening to 4 Vaginas Only. Catch me on Instagram at Four Vaginas Only. Facebook group as well with the same name. And I will be talking to you guys again soon.